On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Osiris. Hey, Osiris listeners. We want to tell you about our friends at Sunset Lake CBD who support this show. Sunset Lake CBD is a Vermont hemp farm crafting affordable CBD products designed to help with sleep and stress without breaking the bank. If you haven't tried CBD before, take it from me, it's a game changer. I use Sunset Lake's tincture every night before I go to bed, helping me get solid, restful sleep. And their gummies are great for daytime. Check out their new Good Vibes gummies, which have just a bit of hemp-derived THC to help you relax and unwind. Sunset Lake CBD crafts products with hemp grown on their family farm and ships them directly to customers. They have tinctures, salves, edibles, coffee, smokables, and even pet products. By the way, their CBD chocolate fudge is awesome. Check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use coupon code TIME for 20% off all products. Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. Well, it's finally here. The highly anticipated limited edition Smartwool and Grateful Dead collection has finally dropped exclusively at smartwool.com. You may know Smartwool as the go-to brand for all things merino wool, from socks to base layers. Smartwool has been keeping people comfortable outside for decades with some of the softest and ethically sourced merino wool out there. Well, Smart Wool's limited edition collection and collaboration with the Grateful Dead is back by popular demand right in time for the holidays. From t-shirts and hoodies to beanies and socks, now you can have the next level comfort of Smart Wool with all your favorite iconic Grateful Dead designs. Shop the drop exclusively at smartwool.com and get it before it's gone for good. Gone, gone. Gone for good. That's Smartwool. S-M-A-R-T-W-O-O-L dot com. Loyalty described as, do you care? And I care. And that's why I'm on this show. Comes a time. Here we go. <laughs> I'm a sucker for O'Teal, man. It's all that same feeling that I have, that would he fill the void that I didn't even know existed. It feels so good to, as Ben said, to try to do something about an issue as opposed to complaining. If you can't help, don't hurt. If we could just all get out there and throw cream puffs at each other, maybe things would, instead of bullets and, and <laughs> angry words, it would be better. When you stop laughing, you stop living. There's a worldwide surge in interest in mushrooms. It was deep, man. It's not that TM makes your mind quiet down there. It already is. We're just stuck up here. We've lost access. I'm jumping Jack Flash came out by the stones. So I thought, all right, perfect, man. I'm gonna drive, and I started driving through the neighborhood, and I got, I got a text from Mick Jagger. <laughs> People saying that you know what we do is non-essential. Well, playing those few gigs that yeah. you saw me at felt pretty essential to me. It wasn't like they were clapping from here. Is they were clapping from here. My view of things is that death, death is the last and best reward for a life well lived. Like you gotta, it's the strangest of places if you look at it right, you know? If you're liking what you're hearing, head on over to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get your bus pass for an extra episode every week. 
What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Cups of Time. That's Mike. That's O'Teal. Wow. All I could say is, wow. This one was, uh, whew. Inspiration is on 10 right now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was having kind of a crappy day. Not crappy. Actually, I shouldn't say that. It was not crappy. I wasn't feeling so great. Okay. <laughs> Good turn. And all the, that's over because yeah. of Lester Chambers. Yeah, like, Lester Chambers. Holy cannoli. Yeah, this was, uh, we, we've had a couple of really powerful uh, history, like lessons basically in the past couple episodes and a couple of guests that have just come on with like a glowing, beaming vibe right off the bat. And this was both in one. Yeah. And uh, I mean, immediately right off the rip it was like wait what like a jaw-dropping story unbelievable man unbelievable i don't even want to give any no, spoilers no, no, no spoilers like, yeah you, you gotta watch this one like <laughs> seriously just yeah. you want to watch this one i uh there's so many i remember working with this guy c Dell davis a uh, c Dell had it really rough um he is from pine bluff arkansas probably born in the forties, mm-hmm. maybe I'm going to say, um, black blues guy. So just right there, you know, <laughs> you got <laughs> eight strikes against you, <laughs> but then he got polio. And so his hands curled up and he couldn't put the slide on his finger. He played slide guitar and sang. Oh, jeez. Um, and so he had to turn the guitar over and learn to play left-handed. He would stick a butter knife in this hand, which is still kind of messed up, but not as bad as the other one. Right. Wow. And so he would just, it sounded just unreal. Then his legs were real brittle, I guess, because of polio. He got trampled in a police raid of this juke joint and crushed his legs. So then he was in a wheelchair. All that to say, this guy was always the brightest light in the room. He would come in. He would need help peeing. I can't tell you how many times I held a cup for him in a studio session or whatever to pee. You know, and he would drink like a case of beer. <laughs> so he'd pee a lot. But yeah. he was always like, you would be down about whatever. And then after you were with C. Dell for like five minutes, you were laughing, just bright. He would literally shift everything in a room. It didn't matter what was in it. And Lester has that same question. As soon as he the frame came up and he just had that, not just a smile, but there's a like a ring light. Yeah. A radiance. Beaming yeah. halo of positivity. Yeah. <laughs> just like, and he'll tell you exactly why. <laughs> like, Un- unbelievable. Right. He's yeah. right. That's all I can say. Yeah. Sold. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. No, this was a big one. This was, really un- this was unbelievable and, and needed and very neat. Like, you know, we get the guests that we need when we need them and we don't, yeah. it just, they appear. So the planet needs him. Yeah. That's why he was like, when you see that, when you hear this story, like every step of the way, there's a miracle that happens, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's because too, he needs yeah. to be on this planet doing exactly what he did from freaking for 14 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, no, this you'll is like this one. Yeah, this was this was really special. This is really great. Thank you, Lester and and Dylan Chambers for joining us. And uh, yeah, this is just too. Yeah, yeah. if you Thank could God watch he had it, kids, if right? you could he watch it, watch on. it. Yeah, totally, dude. <laughs> I know. 
another phenomenal dad. Really great. Good father son relationship. I love seeing like a parent, child, sibling, sibling music. I, I love you it. You know what I, I was thinking, right? Because Nigel, he's kind of playing drums. And, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to be not get too much hope, like whatever. Just let it be what it is. And then when I saw it, I was just like, you yeah. know, it could happen, Oteil. You could be sitting there and <laughs> playing bass and look over and there's Nigel on drums. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. 
Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Killing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's already trying to do that stuff now. <laughs> I got to show him the videos I just found. Nice. But yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So y'all enjoy. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Thank advance. you everybody for listening. Thanks so much. If you want more of us, come over to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod for a bonus episode every week. We love all of you for uh, joining and supporting us. And uh, if you keep coming over there, we'll keep bringing more to you. So thank you guys. Enjoy this episode and uh, take care. So how are you feeling today, man? I feel fantastic. I'm marvelously blessed. You look That's like it. You have a real glow about you. <laughs> I'm a very happy man. And as I said earlier, a very blessed man. And that, that brings about a smile all day. I smile in my sleep. <laughs> I love it. Man, I, what's that secret? Tell us how you do it. <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm just happy. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be able to, at my age, to continue singing and and have a crowd of people that love me and stuff. And to be with Moon Alice is a blessing. Uh, how old are you? 82. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Wow, <laughs> Wait a minute, man. Hold on. Cause wow. I'm mm-hmm. thinking when I'm 82, for one thing, I hope I'm smiling like that. I hope you are too. But I tell you the secret to it, the real secret to it is to be good to yourself. Mm. Be good Think to yourself. Think of yourself as the greatest number. You're number one. In everything you do and everything, you're number one. Always think like that. And I think I thought like that for a long time now. I'm the number one guy. Well, you know, when I was trying to figure out how to be good to myself, I had no idea how to do it. I was stuck in a pattern of being bad to myself. So that totally part of it. But it's 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 harder for some people. And I was one of them when they say you got to be good to yourself. Yes. So let's talk about that, like. Cause there's a lot of, di- now that I've had some time being good to myself, I'm going to go, Oh, it's in all these little ways, mm-hmm. you know, yes. what was it? How did, how does that uh, play out for you? Like where are the different ways you're good to yourself? In every way you can imagine and think of, I try to be good to me and I always put myself as number one, anybody else, my wife, my kids, Number one is me. Number two, my wife. But I'm not married anymore. <laughs> so now my number one is Dill. Yeah. My son here. Yeah. 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 So do you like 
how are, how are you good to yourself physically? Did you, do you still get outdoors and walk? And I guess you're out playing. You're on the road. Yeah, huh? man. <laughs> yes, we are playing on the road and having fun and really enjoying it. Uh, such a great group of people. Yeah. It's incredible. The T sisters, the band, Roger. It's just a, it's just a little piece of heaven always with me. Is that something that you had to learn later on in life to be nice to yourself? Or is that something that you were taught as a child? It's something I taught myself as a child and uh, my mother influenced it. She always told me, be good to yourself. Don't let nobody tell you nothing bad about you. You tell them that doesn't work with you. I'm good to me. And I love that. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that we've been noticing, Otil and I have been noticing in, in the past couple episodes we've had, we've had a few guests that had a real big radiating smile when they came on. And I think okay. it's because you don't see a lot of them these days, right? right I mean, right. The smi- it sticks out when you see someone actually happy. It like does. you go, that person's like yeah. <laughs> amazingly happy. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it's all up to you. And there's so many things to be unhappy about today to be happy and know that you're happy and nobody can change that. You know, it's up, it's all up to you to be happy and to be good to yourself. You had a lot of adversity to begin. You came from Mississippi, right? Right. That can was you the tell first us? real good thing. Getting huh. out. Of, that was the really first good thing. Getting out of Mississippi. And how did that happen? Can you tell us well, about that transition? It sort of happened. How my two of my brother-in-laws uh, uh, was in California working and to make sure we had a place to come to, and they drove down to Mississippi and picked us up. Nice. It wasn't easy getting out, but we got out. Uh, what, was, we, what was making it hard for you to get out? Well, we were living on a slave sharecropper's farm, on a farm, and it wasn't easy because they didn't want us to go. And uh, so we had to sneak out. So they wow. were trying to prevent you from leaving. Yeah, oh, they did. We wouldn't have gotten wow. out of if they had anything to do with it, we would still be in Mississippi oh and gosh. probably underground for sure. Cause wow. we, my brothers and I had gotten to the point to where we knew life was better, could be better. We weren't going to accept that bull anymore. And my father decided he needed to get us out of Mississippi so we could live just to live yeah. because most, most young men like my age now, I would have never been here, but just to think of what you go through in Mississippi, I don't, I don't even like to think of it. Hmm. And it's hard to talk about it, but it's a scary, it's a scary life being a man of color living in Mississippi. Very scary. So you had to actually sneak out. I yes. mean, that's like a God, movie God, plot. You know what happened one night? We were, we were, we had my mother's and my father said, every time you go outside, take something small 
and put it in the car. So it doesn't look oh. like we're moving. Oh. So we kept, we filled the, we got the car ready and we're sitting there one night and God blessed us with this booming thunder and lightning storm and rain. And we thought, oh, here we are. We got cover. So we pushed the car approximately a quarter of a mile out of the long driveway, not a driveway, but the road to where it would roll down the hill. We didn't want to start it for fearing they would hear the motor start and see the lights come on. So we pushed the car up the hill, got in it, and rolled down the hill, and we're free. Oh, my God. And now, if it's, if it's raining now, and you got to push a car uphill, uphill it's going to get mile? muddy. Yes. Dude, wow, this is man. like a yes. movie. It, oh, my it's, goodness. It's, 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 Holy uh, crap. Nobody can see that, but it really does happen like that. And, uh, you know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's wow. a hard life. It's a hard life being from the South and, and a good life after you get out of the South. Yeah. So you headed to California from there? We went straight to California. Wow. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. <laughs> you don't stop till you <laughs> see the water. <laughs> you can't go any further. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had right at the shore. We left <laughs> as far south as you can go. To as far west as you could go, and that was a good drive. Where, where in California? Los Angeles. Right to Los Angeles. Right wow. to Los Angeles. Yeah. That and must he, have been kind of a shock, right? Just it, it was. We got there at night, and when I wake up the next morning, and I go outside, and I don't see all those trees, and there's a cement sidewalk to walk on. Mm. And I'm going, what in the heck is this, you know? Wow. And there's a line and stuff. i never seen stuff like that because in Mississippi, all you had was a dirt yard with wow. no grass. And if you could have put something on it that the sharecropper, the owner could have used, he would have. And I have seen people have stuff right up to their doorsteps growing for the farm. Mm. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What a what a complete wow, that what an experience that must have yes, been to be like in a whole other And you had you said your un- uncles were there already? Brothers brothers and my brother George. Oh, got it. Okay. And two of my sisters had already slipped away. And they were in, in LA. They were in LA making preparations for the the four small, the five small of us, you know, was three Are all of you, all of you guys musical. Yes. Yes. The four of us are the only four that really pursued it. Now I'm having great words that my nephews and cousins and stuff are starting a Chambers family music company which is really, really incredibly great, I think. Wow. Yeah. So you're you're now in L.A. Yes. How does starting over turn, you know, happen? How does it, what happens when you get there? Does, is, does, is it right into the music 
world from there? Or do you? Well, no, we we had some schooling to do because in Mississippi they don't want you in school; they want you on the farm, mm. making farming, doing work. But in and in, in Mississippi, you don't get to go to school until all of the vegetation, the crops are gathered. If you're black, and wow. which is maybe two or three months of the school season, by now we would still be working in the field, pulling wow. corn, or picking peas, or beans, or whatever was growing, and you couldn't go to school because you had to work. California was, I I couldn't get enough. I didn't enjoyed sitting around so much. So two or three weeks after I was there, I got a job loading the truck at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got into school and that was a gas. School was different. I had seen, hadn't seen many books, but now I'm 14 years old and had a whole handful of books. <laughs> so I wow. spent, some, spent a lot of time reading. Plus, my mother had said when in Mississippi we only had one book in the house, and that was the Bible. Yeah. So anytime we wanted to read, my mother and father had taught us to read, helped teach us to read. We would say, can I read the Bible? And they would say, yes, but try not to tear the pages. Mm-hmm. So... That's what I learned to read was the Bible. I had read the Bible over and over, over several times just because it was there. It was the only book. Yeah. And at night, we would sit around the fireplace in the wintertime and sing gospel hymns. Wow. It was just what a life. Man, too much. So when did you start doing... Uh trying to do music professionally? Well, when we, after we had gotten to Los Angeles, we had been professional, as as professional as you could be in Mississippi. We were a gospel group in Mississippi. So a friend of ours uh, had bought a bus, a school bus to haul everybody to school. And he would come on the week weekends and take us from churches to churches and stuff. Ah. So we would sing gospel in the churches there. Then when we came to California, we sort of was at a standstill until we joined the church. We joined the church, started singing gospel in the churches, but we were kids. And my brother George was already grown. we couldn't find a uniform, a suits, matching suits, which they required you to have everybody to have on the same suit, same shirt, same tie, same socks, same everything. So we uh, got ex- expelled from the Gospel Association because oh, no. we couldn't, because we couldn't dress properly, because because of the size of one guy big and one guy small. So we went to the coffee house and Landon Hopkins was playing there. 
And um, he saw my brother had his hair in Marseille, which is like conked, they call it. Yeah, slicked back. Yeah, slicked back. <laughs> and Lightning Hopkins saw that and went, how did you get your hair like that? And, and my brother Joe said, oh, I can do yours. He goes, oh, man, I love that. So my brother did uh, Lightning Hopkins hair, and he took us back to the Ashgrove interest introduced us to uh, Ed Pearl, the owner of the Ashgrove. And he told him we were gospel singers. And he said, well, we have no place here for gospel groups. They, we like country folk music, you know? Hmm. So huh. we kept bothering him until he decided to let us do an audition, which was on a Monday night. And everybody in that part of California tried to be there for the uh, hootenanny, they call it. And we tore it up. <laughs> they, had they had never heard gospel like we do it, but we wore them out. When we got off stage, they had to have, the waitresses had to come in and reorganize the club because everybody had got up and gone crazy. Wow. We got hired at the Ashgrove as often as we wanted after that. <laughs> and then and then we had a problem with that because we're still doing gospel. Mm. And this lady, number one, the number one lady of gospel at this time had never seen in a club or a coffee house. So she protests that we stop singing in clubs, gospel music, because they were serving alcohol and gospel should be sacred. They uh, kept from places where alcohol beverages were yeah. served. So the newspaper asked us, what did we think? And we said, well, we think there's enough people that don't go to church that would come to the coffee house to see this gospel because it's in their kind of setting. Right. But we still got the word no more gospel in the club. So we turned to Jimmy Reed. And he's the man that discovered America, as far as I'm concerned, with music and rhythm. He put it in the house. He put it everywhere. And still today, in the end, almost every song you hear has a bit of Jimmy Reed in it. And he didn't get credit for it because he was a black man too. Somebody else got credit for playing. Okay. Well, don't you know, we kept doing that and Ed Pearl called us back. So we figured it out. We'll do the gospel show first, the gospel set first and give all the Christians time to go home and get ready for tomorrow. <laughs> It's and the people that and the people that like to drink and stay out late, we'll do the blue. We'll do the blues show for them. Perfect, and it, and it worked. Boy, did it ever work! <laughs> Yin you and know? Yang. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Yin and Yang. Yeah. I'm still tripping off the fact that that totally iconic Lightning Hopkins Hopkins slick back hair look. Yeah. He got your from brother. your brother. <laughs> yes. Awesome. 
My brother did his hair. Oh man, that's so. My brother so Joe good. did his hair. It was incredible. <laughs> Damn. He, boy, he was he was quite a guy. Lightning was quite a guy. Yeah, they need to make a movie about your life. I mean, well, wow. Holy cannoli, man. I mean, and we're I'm only just, halfway. What, I mean, but this, we is, haven't even just, got this is chapter up, one of the movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I've written a book that's uh, now on the market. And um, there's a yeah. friend of mine that I kind of sort of grew up with for, for a few years. He's a writer. And his name is John Donnelly. And he's writing the script for the movie. As we speak, perfect, perfect. Because yeah. this is too much, yes. man. It's, yes, it's, I'm so glad to hear it. Well, I mean, and, and it's just if if it wasn't for a thunder and lightning, lightning storm, storm, if it wasn't God. for lightning came, Hopkins, if it wasn't it came, for, it came from God. Absolutely, man. Our glory be the cover <laughs> and lightning Hopkins hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> May I take a sip of coffee? Oh, geez. Hey, take man. two. We're okay. a free form podcast. And if it wasn't for someone who, see, this is the interesting thing. We start talking about make sure you take care of yourself, right? Yes. And how interesting is it that it's like that if someone didn't come and even protest, like that woman complained, right? And then that yes. made you change your approach to the performance. Right. Which led to, I mean, an incredible career. An incredible career. I mean, yin and yang, right? You took that, right. whatever it, it handed you, yeah, and turned it into something that you were able to take care of. Correct. Yourselves and take yes. care of you. Yes. What a lesson. Mm-hmm. How many people would have just said, well, that's that's all we have now? Like, mm-hmm. I guess it was fun while it lasted. Well, I, I don't know, but more, I think most people would have walked away. Right. Yeah. Because um, yeah. most gospel singers wouldn't say, well, we're going to go from gospel to blues. But we did. We did. And very successfully had a career, great career, many years. I'm still at it. Still at it. I mean, you're still doing it. So tell us leading up to like when you get the hit song of yours, because I saw that movie Summer of Soul right. in the theaters. It was me and my drummer. We were the only two people in the theater because it was right after everything opened mm-hmm. back up in the pandemic. I oh, said, right. we got to see it on the big that. screen. Right. And I mean, to go now, see, I didn't know when I was seeing you on that where you started out correct you know like to go from having to literally escape under the cover of a blessed thunderstorm to having a big hit song you know i mean which we love because our podcast is called comes a time so our very first (laughs) podcast we were like the the time has come for comes a time. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is perfect, man. Yes. But how did how was that leading up to having like an actual hit song? I mean, you must have been like, whoa. Well, fortunately, hippies were born. <laughs> And what a great sentence. What, you know, <laughs> I feel the same and way. Young people 
were at rest. They didn't want to be in a particular place. They just wanted to be. And as we were traveling cross country to coffee house to coffee house, you would see all these young people walking, hitchhiking at one corner, at one, at a crossroad like this. You would find 15, 20 people standing there with the thumbs out trying to go somewhere. They wanted to be somewhere. Yeah. So we compiled this bunch uh, of lyrics. Time has come today for young hearts to go their way. Can't put it off another day. They say we don't listen anyway because time has come today. It's amazing. And <laughs> we had all kinds of trouble. Now we were. When we wrote this song, we were on the label Columbia Records, and for the life of them, they did not want this song on the market. Mm. They ref they refused to. But we had a great pal, buddy, in the uh, production office with the Columbia, David Rubinson, that said, Man, that's a shame we can't do this song. So he figured it out that we would go into the studio at at midnight when they're supposed to shut down. We would go in and we recorded this song in one night, or this whole album we did in one night. It's all live. Nothing on that album, there's not one overdub or done twice over there's none of that we did this like because we had played so many live concerts I'm not yeah. concerts now there were no concerts at this time but there were shows yeah yeah you played colleges that way if you got the college circuit you were on top of the market okay so we had uh we had done that we had proving ourselves to the school society. And we had more college gigs than you could imagine. Nice. And we had learned this set that we recorded. All yeah. these songs, except uh, except going uptown to Harlem and uh, All Strung Out Over You. Those are the only two songs that we might have had a little problem and had to do twice. But they were all done in one take. Time wow. has come today. The take that was accepted by the producer, David Rubinson, when it, when it started to slow down, that was supposed to be the end of the song. And I was on the cowbell. And I thought, no, this is too good. <laughs> and I brought it back up. And, and they followed just like that. It's just, you know, because we were brothers. And what one does do, the other follow through, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so that was the first time that we had ever recorded it like that and tried to. And it came out perfect. Hey there, Osiris listeners. I wanted to tell you about our friends over at Smart Wolf. 
For more than 25 years, Smartwool has been making merino wool socks and apparel designed to keep you comfortable. Because they want to help you play, laugh, and explore in the outdoors with every thread they knit and every step you take. Because they believe that comfort sharpens focus and lets you perform beyond your limits. They are here to help you feel good. Now, it's up to you how far you will go. Take 15% off of your first order at smartwool.com. Smartwool. Go far, feel good. It just came out. A hole in one. <laughs> yeah, honestly, one yeah. night after it's closed. Another, I love well, that. We, yeah. You had to well, sneak out of Mississippi and then you had to sneak into the into studio. The studio. <laughs> Correct. Life's yeah. just all about sneaking. It's all about tipping. <laughs> when it's necessary. Yeah. So, yeah. like, what around what time, what year is this when you start to head out and do the college shows and the coffee houses and stuff? What year? did you guys set out on the road in the um, early 60s early 60s okay so before yes. the whole summer early. of love thing and all of that oh god whole, yes yeah. oh god yes we were slaves on the road let me tell you we couldn't get enough of it yeah it was better than working you know yeah to us it was like you know it was like fun to go you know we couldn't wait to get one we we would do gigs at coffee houses and we would be like the house band there, not the house band, or whatever you would call it. We'd be there for sometimes a month oh. in one place. But then we had gotten to the point to wherever we go, they had sold out for weeks in advance because everybody wanted to see our show. We had a great show and we did add gospel into the show. And it was accepted. Now, but the college, uh, the college students loved us, and I'm still running into doctors and lawyers that say, if you hadn't recorded, time has come today. I might not be a doctor, or I might not be a lawyer, because that was our theme in school. That's what we studied by. That's what we woke up to. Tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> and that, and so many lawyers all over the world has to, have told us that's what they went to school by time has come today and that's what they studied to time has come today several I mean several lawyers several doctors have told me and it went as far as to the military where there was a I saw a guy one time we were in the dressing room and this guy came up and he goes, Chambers Brothers, man, you guys saved my life. And what do you mean? He goes, well, I was in the military and we was in the foxhole. And we had heard time has come today was time has come today. And a Jimi Hendrix tune, I can't remember, and a Janis Joplin tune, they would fly over the troops in the helicopter and they would play it for them Whoa. over the speakers. So wow. these these troops had heard time has come today and they are in a foxhole. And one day some guy came in and goes, man, time has come for us to get our so-and-sos out of this hole. And as soon as they got out, a round came in, boom. Whoa. And they've been there 
the whole platoon would be dead. Jeez, dude. So we've had several. several. <sighs> I had one guy, you might know this story. He was He's a professional cook that had a problem with substances. And he decided he was going to end his world, his life. And he was sitting in his car at a cliff waiting to put his foot on the gas and go over the cliff. And just as he got ready to do this, the DJ was talking and had the news on. And he said, as soon as the news is over, I'm going. When the news before the when when the news was over, the first thing the DJ played was and he was already in pursuit, according to him, for his destiny. And it stopped him from going over the cliff. And he's still cooking. <laughs> and he's still cooking. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, so anyway, <laughs> so so many great Ooh. things happened. That's amazing. And so many good things happened. With time has come today has been a savior for a lot of people. It has been a, a, a jump start for so many people who began their lives and their careers. Wow. It's time. Yeah. And time has come today happens to be one of the greatest names a son could ever have. Thanks. And the other is people get ready. Yeah. Your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. I mean, nothing sounds like that song. That song is so yeah. unique. I mean, it doesn't fit like into any, it's just so unique. And, and so like it, it catches you the second it comes on, it's, yes. it is captivating. And it's, that was the, that was the uh, idea. Tick tock. I mean, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Holy cow. Well, that's, you know, what's funny to me is that as messed up as their worldview is in Mississippi, the people mm -hmm. that were trying to keep you there, they were, their suspicions were correct. They were like, you can't let these people learn to read. You can't let them have freedom because yes. they knew all kinds of good things would happen. They'd be like, you got to really make sure that that doesn't happen, you know, and they just yeah. stay here working because look what yeah. you did coming from only being able to have school maybe from 14 uh, on, right? Two, three months yeah. a year, only well, being having one book in your house in Mississippi. And then you yeah. come up, you know, you Save make lives. it out and all this just one amazing thing now i know why you're smiling like this and you're still doing it good gracious yeah. man How would, wow well, <laughs> wow it's a, there's a lot to smile about when you think of it. <laughs> as bad as things are there's a, there's a lot to smile about i i have i have a beautiful life i'm i'm as healthy as the 82 year old man can be and i've had as many Many, 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 many days of sickness in my life. So to be healthy and able to just sit here and talk to you, to me, is such a blessing. Us too. And, and, it, and it certainly brings out that big old smile. 
Yeah. You know? Well, you're well, blessing yeah. us. That's for sure. You, man. Know the, wow. you know what the thing is too, to think about, right? And how many times do we oh. talk about this OTL too? When you, Lester, you're good to yourself. So in turn, you're gotcha. good to others. There you go. Right. When you're if able you're to happy, treat yourself. Yes. That's right. If you, if you're able to treat yourself good and be happy with yourself, then you can make others happy. Yeah. Cause all you got is happy, but if you are <laughs> mad and stuff like that, you you're gonna bring that too. Yeah, and yeah. it's not gonna be what it's not gonna be received as a smile would. Right, that's <laughs> uh, so great, man. That's important. Yes. that's super important. It's important. And it's not yes. like egotistical. No, you know, it's different. It's different than it's, that. It's more yeah. self care. You Please know? feel free yeah, well, to take a sip of that coffee too. Cause I feel yeah, like yeah. we've Drink talked as much to you. <laughs> you said two things right before you sip. Ed. <laughs> so how did you end up uh, meeting and working with the band Moon Alice, which by the way, one of my dear, dear friends, Jason Crosby, who Jason. plays keys words with me and played in my oh. band, the peacemakers long time ago, 2000. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's he um I love him to death. So I'm so glad that he's the greatest. <laughs> We're so blessed to such a such a great such a great group of people. I just have I've never been as happy in a band. I mean, I was happy with my brothers and we had we went through a lot of hard time and hardship because of our color. Um and we went to places where we couldn't get hotels and stuff like that. But somebody would always open up a room and you don't know how many times the four of us, the five of us with our driver and roadie would sleep in one room in somebody's house wow. sitting upside the wall because they, you know, like the first time I saw Jimmy Reed, he was in a small room and I asked him why was he there? And he said, well, they don't rent hotels to black people downtown. This was in Los Angeles, but it was the first time I saw Jimmy Reed and I had no idea who Jimmy Reed was, but I'm, I've learned all about him. I've studied him and I just released an album, uh, tribute, um, uh, tribute to Jimmy Reed. Oh, great. Which is on my own label. Uh, stop in mad records. Uh, it was just, you know, like life is, life is a, a handful of everything yeah, yeah. that you could imagine. And you have to figure it out. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. The thank road. God. Well, You've I had thank a, God. a lot of unique experiences on the road from what I've seen. Oh, Trust me, we were blessed the, all the time. The whole time we traveled, we never had a flat tire. Wow, really? We never had we never had the car break down. We never got a ticket on the road, <laughs> and only once we were confronted by the police when when we were in Detroit. And they saw us loading the car and they thought we were robbing a house. So that was it. Other than that, 
we were blessed by God, 100% free and clear. They should call your movie A Hole in One. A hole in one. A hole in ones. A hole in ones. I mean, seriously. He never got stopped for speeding or anything. A parking ticket. Never got stopped. You know how many parking tickets we got for like parking somewhere trying to load? I mean, I've lost. How many times you hear about like, yeah, vans getting broken into and. Oh, yes. We never had that. We never. How many times we broke down? Wow. God, that's a blessing. And we never had a new car either. We always had an old junk clucker, but it would take us there and bring us back. So you had guardian angels, man. That's what's going on with that. We I'm sorry, have... y'all. Well, you know, when, <laughs> Come on. When, you got, when you got a car traveling across the roads and four guys sitting in there singing beautiful spiritual harmony and you know, God is there. Yeah. So the only thing you can have is peaceful peace on the way. <laughs> you know? So that's the secret. That's yeah, one man. of them. That's one of them. <laughs> that's one of them. For sure. And wow. now, and and you've had a tradition throughout your career too. It seems that playing with with family, with being in in yes, that's super important too. I'm I'm always yes, fascinated asked, by that. You had asked me how I met got with Moon Alice, I was sitting at home one day, just sitting there in my favorite chair, and the phone rang. I answered it, hello. And he goes, Lester Chambers? I said, yes. Hi, it's Roger. Roger McMinney. I said, well, hey, how are you? And what can I do for you? He goes, well, I'm doing a concert in the park, in Golden Gate Park, and I wanted to know if you wanted, if you would join us. I said, oh, God, yes. But but only if you take my son with me, because he goes with me everywhere. I don't go nowhere without him. And he goes, sure. So we met, rehearsed, and we did the show. And he kept calling and asking. Finally, he said, would you like to be in Moon Alice? I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, there you go. He said, we're, we're already doing out. it. Yeah, that was a few years ago. And God bless Roger, I'm still in Moon Alice. And That's loving crazy. it. Loving it. Ooh. I know a lot of those guys, yeah. man, from way back. So, yeah, those are great guys. Aren't they great guys? And ladies. Don Molo. Yeah. Such a great Jason. Just incredible. Pete Sears. Yeah. My God. You can't get no better. You can't be with no better. You know, it's just incredible, incredible. And we're and we're just beautiful. We're like real family. Two of the girls in of uh, the the sisters have now had babies. Oh, great! And uh, one is getting ready to have another. And it's you know we're building a family here. Moon Alice, I says we're going to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. how many times do you think you've played Golden Gate Park? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 
I'd have to, sh- I, I'd have to count up and it would take him down. It's like asking we're getting, we're, getting ready, we're getting ready to do it again on the eleventh. Uh, the eleventh, yeah. Oh wow, going, that's great. We're going to the eleventh of this month. Yeah. Wow. 11. Yeah. Pretty incredible. It's a magical place out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a magical place and we expect a nice crowd of happy Christmas people. <laughs> and uh it's incredible. It's so, so, it's so great that you thought to say, like, not without my son. Not without my son. Gotta play yeah. with family. Gotta play with family. Yeah. Fascinated well, by I, that. Well, I had had a a little bit of trouble with health issues. And, and I thought at that point, it, it wouldn't be a good thing for me to be somewhere away from home without him with me. Yeah. So since that, I've made sure that he go with me everywhere I go. And he plays with me every time I play. And he's one of the greatest singers I know. He is. Strong, strong man, strong young man. Well, he heard the good stuff from <laughs> the beginning on. <laughs> yeah, 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 he did. He's, he's, uh, I told him stories that he, he, all he can do is go, wow. You know, I bet. And I don't talk about these things too because nobody would believe it, you know? Yeah. Um, they're just, you know, so I just smile and say, hey, everything's good. Everything's good. Always good. Wow. I'm, I'm glad the, the book is be. written and the movie's being written. And because, man, the script is being written. Yeah, that's, that's important stuff for uh, for people to know. I yeah, mean, all any of yeah. us can say is, wow, at these stories yeah. like, whoa, especially the, at the outcome, because yes. you're like, the poster child for the uh, American story par excellence. Like, wow, man. Um, yeah. I'm blown away. And, and at your smile, at your a- attitude, mostly still, I know why now. I mean, but it's, I, I guess, a lot easier to access your sense of gratitude when you really mm-hmm. experience that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, and your and your health is good right now. So my health, like, right now, right now, my health is good. Yeah, but I can only take it one day at a time, one day at a time. Because at my age, uh, there could be some anything you know could come around, but we push them back. Yeah, way back. And I tell all kinds of sicknesses and illnesses. One doctor told me that I had been sick with so many things that I'd probably lived to be 140 years old because I've already had everything. <laughs> He's like, I got Perfect. antibodies to everything. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> calling you the cure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I, I do a bit of counseling. Of, you know, people call me and ask me, you know, questions about it, and I tell them how to how to survive. You know, yeah, the best of my best of my knowledge. A lot of times, 
I heard this preacher say, um, don't let a spirit of whatever stay in you, jealousy no. or fear or whatever it agreed. And he would characterize it that way. Like it was something that like it could make a home in you. Yes. If you let it state. And yes. I was like, wow, that's a good way to look at it. Like yes. the spirit of depression, a spirit. And you have the opposite. You have uh, purposefully uh, cultivated a spirit of overcoming to grow in you. So that, Correct. you know, I mean, you had to have it. It was forced on you at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But still, like through all the trials that you've been through, health, mm-hmm. you know, just coming, being black in the 60s, mm-hmm. 70s, like wherever. Um, and that's where your smile is coming from, from like cultivating that spirit of like push it back. That's such a beautiful thing, push man. Yeah. I really yeah. hope a bunch of people see this podcast. So do I. And if they get that out of it, if they get yeah, one totally. thing out of it, man, yeah. I hope they get that. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, if 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 you think good things all the time, do good things all the time, and number one, give credit where credit is due, yeah. and it's all due to God. He's the you know, if you can imagine, if we had this guy, then and now. And you brought him with you through all your life. If you met him when you were young, like I did, my parents instilled Christianity into us and right from wrong. They made sure that we really knew that right from wrong. And the number one, one, there's so many number one things to take, take, take notice to. But respect is, in my in my view, of getting through life, living life. Respect is the greatest of all. Respecting your fellow man, your sisters, your brothers, and yeah. wherever you are, just respect. It's incredible. You get so much out of it that. Have another smile coming. You know, yeah. another reason. Because you've been you've been good all your life and you respect people and their lives. And that's how whatever they do, you you can't change people. You can only suggest that they yeah. do change, you know? And being uh, being out of Mississippi has developed a smile that I'll never lose. <laughs> understandably so you understandably know, so you know, yeah that's been that's been a big you know i see that every <laughs> night i see it every day and i think about what would have happened every yeah, day man. and i thank yeah. god that it didn't happen you know yeah. but it could have it been bad it could have been real bad right there but and you know was, everybody gets so down on themselves and so buried in their own stuff that when you think about what you're saying, like sometimes the best answer is the most simple and the most easy, it's right there in front of us all the time and we never see it. And it's just a simple, we have to choose to be happy that day. Like we're not guaranteed it. Right. And I think that's a thing that 
a lot of folks deal with is just just sort of like, why is life doing this to me? And it's like, well, what are you bringing to the bringing? situation? Are you bringing happiness or are you bringing, you know, and that's, that's, and it's a sim- and, uh, bad thoughts, you know, bad thoughts, bad, you know, bad ways, you know, and still having a drink in the morning when you wake up, thank God for blessing you to wake up. Mm-hmm. That's great right there. Just sat alone. Just thank God I'm awake today. I'm not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, Sometimes you know, I look at my happiness as something like that I have don't have to steal, but I will steal it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. you just be like, of just course, grab yeah. it right, right. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before yeah. it gets out of reach, just like, right. yeah. I got it. Okay. I got it. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. It's mine. Just mine. eat it. Stuff you go. <laughs> down in there. Yeah. Well, you have to, right? Or else, you know, someone can steal it from you or something yes, can right. steal it from you if you don't hold on to it. And I have had that happen. Sure. And I just... Yeah. Smile and say, "Well, I guess they needed it more than I did." <laughs> That's very big I'm of you. I'm glad yeah. you got it. And if I lose, and if I lose money, I think, well, I hope a needy person finds it. You know, I pray yeah. that a yeah. needy person picks it up, not for bad stuff, but for good stuff. Right, right, right. For sure. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we can. I remember when I used to, nobody had to steal mine. I would just throw my <laughs> happiness away. I'd just be like, <laughs> you know, like I think you're going to want that later. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or you look at it and go, who are you? Yeah. I don't know you. Yeah. What is that? It's a garbage, <laughs> you know, that's yeah, a hard thing when you think you don't deserve it. Right. I, I remember I had a revelation one time and I thought the thought occurred to me. Well, if God loves me and I've, I didn't do all this. Right. So who am I really to not love myself? Right. You know what I mean? It's just like with my son, Nigel. Yeah. No, like I've, I'm going to try to make sure he gets, well, he already does know that he's like, he knows that he's, deserves happiness <laughs> it well, wouldn't occur to him otherwise because i've done a really good job making sure if he set, feels loved and you know yeah if you set the right example and that's it there you go what would yeah. my daddy do mm. yeah what would my daddy have done you know yeah my dad wouldn't have liked that you yeah. need to think that way if you've got little kids you know and and put that in their minds to yeah. What would you do in case of what would you do? Yeah. How would you do it? You know, we need to we need to spend a lot of time with what to do and how to do, because we got a group of people that's taking us out, you know, in politics and different ways, different means and different ways they just do wrong. Yeah. And they don't care, you know, and they don't, you know, they just don't care. They all about greed. That's right. It blows my mind because they don't even care about their own children and grandchildren. I'm like, how? Wow. You know, it does still blow my mind. It does. Indeed. I think I think of this every day, too. (laughs) And I pray every day on this that it'll get better. 
And the best thing I can say is God bless the children yeah. of this world. Mm. And the ones that's coming into this world, they need to be yeah. blessed, the mothers, the fathers. But um, a whole other world. We need to bless them too. This world we has changed, you know. Yeah. And when I lived in Mississippi, it was so great. Even though I worked hard as as a sharecropper, when I got off work, I, just, I mean, when the sun went down, <laughs> you, that's when you stop working in Mississippi, when the sun go down. And you start when the sun come up. Uh, I think so much about things like that. And I think what would have happened if the whole world was still like that? Yeah. Mm. You know, changes have come and changes had to come because overpopulation, um, just incredible. I don't think this overpopulation is just too many people trying to be in the same space, you know, Mm. move it to the country. Yeah, spread out. That's spread what I out. did. I got out. Spread out. <laughs> spread out. Move out Six feet. Arms <laughs> width. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It's yeah, very yeah. true. It really is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, it is just so, it's so incredible to chat with you. And uh, it's likewise. Yeah, man, you brighten my whole year, dude. Wow. <laughs> Thank well, my you. Son, my son is here, wants to say hello to you. And Please. Please. Yeah. I bet he's one of the coolest guys on earth. Uh, I try to be. He's, he's, he's cooler. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you so got a dad that cool, I mean, you got to, I mean, you got to take, be okay with the silver medal and cool. Right, you right, know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to hear you guys, man. Oh, please, well, man. Well, we got CDs available. Moon Alice volume one and two. Bull Moon Alice. Volume yeah. one, volume two. We're into volume two right now. Uh, Dylan, do you rec- you do any solo stuff? You do any yeah, so, music um, on your own? Um, I've got my own project called Midnight Transit. That's um, like more like aggressive, high energy rock and roll, more of like a Rage Against the Machine kind of sound. Nice. Um, and um, um, actually, O'Teal, you and I are still in the midst of a project with Jason um, you're playing bass on a song that I wrote uh, for all my people who can't breathe, and it's a song that oh, we, wow. the song that we, um, um, me and Jason were writing after George Floyd, um, yeah. and it's that um, really heavy song. It's like all it takes is a spark, a spark lights the flame, and um, we'll have to. Um, we haven't, I haven't finished it because I want to get more people of color on the track because of the the message that of what we're singing, and yeah. I, and I want some female gospel voices on there too. So. Yeah, um, it's it's coming, but that's going to be a major one once once we release it, man. I you know I'm excited for that. Nice. But yeah, yeah. Jason's Jason's on all of the keyboards on all my tracks too, so I'll have to send over, you know, Midnight Transit stuff for you to check out in here. And yeah, I'm ready, bro. Can I ask you to uh, if you could um, just encapsulate when you're on stage with your dad and you look over and you guys are performing together, just what that feeling is like for you? Yeah, that is um that feeling is is like home right like i've been on stage with him since i was a little kid and it's, it's four years old you know whenever whenever <laughs> yeah. someone's like oh this is what i was meant to do this is what fuels my soul it's definitely rocking and rolling on stage and mm. it's really special now because you know with moon alice like 
the level of care that happens with the band and then what we're able to do on stage is like, you know, it's next level. And, right. um, and, you know, being able to, to sing, you know, these and amazing chambers brother songs and all these songs together and like see the audience resonate with what we're doing. It's really, it's really special, man. It's, you know, it's, it's, um, I hope I, I keep telling him like, you're going to keep singing with me until you're a hundred years old. maybe. Awesome, man. Well, that's fantastic. We're happy for both of you guys. And Absolutely. thank you for, thank you for yeah. your time and thank, thank you for you. everything. Right I know on. it's early where you are. So thank you for getting, uh, a nice early start. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. It's good. We had to do a we had to do a MSNBC interview where we were up at like four in the morning. So this ain't that bad. <laughs> oh, wow. right on. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's morning our television. Yeah. Plus, we next drive, level. plus, we had to drive an hour to get to where we had to be. Oh Lord, yeah, we had to be up that's at two early. o'clock or something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll bless give you guys, guys the rest of your day. Yeah. Thank hey, you so much. All good. Anytime. Thank you. Much appreciated. Have a great day. Thank you, Thank you Lester. God Thank bless you, you, Lester. You God too. Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Peace out. Peace. Osiris. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house. The happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.